The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the running. Welcome to the running. Welcome everyone to your Monday morning coffee. It is I, none other than Sweet Maddie Treats, and I am here on the run-in, the Inception of Wrestling podcast, because we are presented by The House Show, which is presented by The Retro Network, which is presented by Fun.com, and with me as always is my, um, actually guys, it's just me. Um, the educator of excellence, very busy, obviously, with uh, getting his students ready for Thanksgiving break. And the master library, Kevin Hellions, you know, he did single duty last week. So uh, this week, it, it's mine, you know. Kevin last week did what he called his soapbox, where he talked about things going on in wrestling. Well, I am the captain now, okay? And we are on the gravy boat. That is right. This is Maddie Treats' gravy boat. And I just want to cover, um, give my thoughts on the Survivor Series that took place last night. Uh, what a show. Pretty memorable. I thought it was a pretty solid show. Uh, just kind of want to go through uh, what we thought of the show. And because Kevin and the educator can't be here uh, you guys may not know this, but Kevin has his own personal blog. It is called MassedLibrary.com. And he puts predictions for every match that was on the card. So what we are going to do on this episode is we are actually going to go through his predictions, see how they pan out. I'll give my thoughts on it. We'll, we'll go over. We'll break down um, some things maybe you haven't caught uh, Survivor Series yet. Maybe, you know, you watched it last night. Um, but this is a nice little companion uh, piece for that event. So why don't we get started with the pre-show? On the pre-show, they had a dual brand battle royal. And at the time Kevin wrote his predictions, there was no participants announced. So he's not going to obviously uh, get this one right. But he did predict that Cesaro was going to actually win the entire Battle Royal. Well, uh, Mr. Master Library, Cesaro was nowhere to be found on the show. He wasn't even in the Battle Royal. Uh, going into it before I saw any of the people announced, I would have went with Lars Sullivan uh, trying to push that monster angle, but he also was not in the Battle Royal. Uh, the Battle Royal really came down to three people. It was Gable, it was Dominic Mysterio, and then that dastardly Miz came in through Mysterio over the top and wins. And I thought this would be a little foreshadowing because they were showing the money in the bank briefcase. I was predicting if I was fantasy booking, I would have thought Miz would have made an appearance later in the night when you have the two title holders going on in the main event. 
giving that an out right there, but that wasn't the case. So uh, Miz wins. It's really a nothing battle royal. You guys can skip it, in my opinion. It wasn't that good. Um, you know, the mass library, Kevin Hellions, go to his Twitter account if you want to see what, what his thoughts on it. But uh, we get started with the main show, and the main show starts with our traditional men's Survivor Series match. Uh, it's, it's survivor series is weird now where they're doing this dual brand thing where it's raw versus SmackDown. Uh, last year, NXT was involved and I don't really think anyone cares. I, I don't care about SmackDown versus raw. I don't think anyone cares about SmackDown versus raw. I really wish they would lean into the traditional survivor series matches. Give me four of them, five of them. I like the men's. I like the women's do an interbrand one raw versus SmackDown. But this would have been a perfect year when you have the hurt business could have taken on retribution, but they gave that away on free TV. Um, and then you can take tag teams and different things like that from their actual brands. I, I think that would be better in my opinion, but this is the formula that the WWE is going with. So for, we start with the men's. Survivor Series 1, and it's uh, Team Raw comes out first. Of course, Team Raw was AJ Styles, Riddle, Keith Lee, who had, it sounded like new entrance music, uh, Braun Strowman, and Sheamus taking on Team SmackDown, which was Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, Otis, uh, Seth Rollins, and Baron Corbin. Uh, Team Raw would win in a clean sweep. Uh, the way everything played out was Seth sacrificed himself. Sheamus gets the pin. Uh, AJ Styles pinned Kevin Owens. Riddle pinned Corbin. Strowman pinned Otis. And then Keith Lee pins Jay Uso. Clean sleep for Raw. Um, not really noteworthy. I, I think that was a good way. Seth sacrificed himself. That's probably a way that they're going to write him off television for... Uh, you know, for a few weeks here because he looks like uh, Becky may be having uh, their child soon. So uh, if you're going to write him off, that would probably be a good way. Um, really nothing. I think what we're going to see from this is AJ bragging about him being the leader and uh, how the team came together under his leadership. And let's go to the sealed envelope known as the Mast Hellion SummerSlam Predictions. Um, he wrote, history says there's a good chance someone turns on their team during the match or during the woman's one. Um, he actually predicted Seth Rollins would turn uh, because of the rumor he's taking time off. So I guess that's a half prediction, Kevin. He didn't really turn on his team. He sacrificed himself for the greater good, but he did pick Team Raw to win. So good job, Kevin. I'm proud of you. You know, you're showing your wrestling knowledge through and through. So match number two on the night was our tag team titles squaring off as the New Day came out with Big E. And yes, they were in their gear for, well, Gears of War 5 or Gears 5. Of course, that's available on Xbox's Game Pass. Uh, so they came out and they're taking on the Street Profits. Uh, I thought this was a solid match. I, I thought it was good work. Uh, it, when you have these two teams, a very athletic, talented teams, uh, you knew that would be the case. Um, the Street Profits pick up the win. Of course, New Day eats the pin. Uh, no surprise there, in my opinion, uh, just because New Day's made. Uh, New, New Day could lose, you know, 5, 10, 15 weeks in a row, and people are still going to love them. Um, so the Street Profits winning, I, I think, helps them out a little bit. Uh, so let's go to the Mass Library's sealed envelope for this prediction. Uh, Kevin wrote, the New Day will win, but it will be close. Really, really close. Possibly match of the night. 
some sort of bond or mutual respect, much like New Day had with the Usos, will be forged after. So, um, I, as far as that goes, yeah, I think there is the mutual respect. Um, it really was when you're going to do two face teams. It was a really good um, competition match, if you will. There really isn't a rivalry between them. So, I'm curious to see where they go. I mean, the WWE tag tag team divisions are just pure garbage. They don't do anything with them. They don't have enough people. Um, so I, I'm curious as to who they feud with next. I mean, I guess, uh, street profits will probably feud with rude and, uh, Ziegler again. I, I don't know. I mean, the only person excited about that will be the educator. Cause he's the biggest Bobby Roode fan, I guess. So, um, but why don't we move on to match number three on the card, which was our intercontinental title versus the U S championship, Sammy Zayn taking on Bobby Lashley. Of course, Bobby Lashley has the hurt business in his corner and Bobby Lashley picks up the pinfall and it was pretty uh a pretty easy match for for Bobby Lashley um with Sami Zayn kind of running around it really was a nothing match in, in my opinion um just not trying to engage Sami Zayn running around looking for a way out like the we- weasel heel that he is um so let's see what Kevin Hellions had to say Bobby Lashley wins, but in a way that will allow Sami Zayn to say he never gave up and it doesn't count. Uh, That's actually true, Kevin, because if you uh, take into uh, account that Zayn was on the outside and tripped over the feet of MVP, and then uh, he wanted a disqualification from there, ran into the ring, and then really ran into uh, whatever they're calling the uh, the full Nelson there the the hurt business uh, I I don't know what the what the, his official name is though it's a great job Kevin you're, you're you're two for one so far on your predictions so we're we're proud of you here holding it down for the house show uh, after that we actually get a Usos and Roman little vignette um, heel Roman in my opinion is fan friggin-tastic. I think this is the heel persona. I don't know if this exact character is who we thought he could be, um, but everyone that was telling the WWE to turn Roman heel, it's more of a natural fit. This this is what it is. He's fantastic. Uh, the tribal chief is a fantastic gimmick for him, and it, I, I really like it. His serious side has been, you know, just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Probably my favorite thing in wrestling going on right now. This storyline has just been incredible. Incredible storyline. But match number four on the night was our women's match. It was Asuka taking on Sasha Banks. And what I thought was a, was a really, really good match. Strong match. Of course, we've seen Asuka, Sasha Banks, I feel like a million times over. So it really didn't have that special feel in my opinion. But it was a good match. Um... And Sasha gets the win on a, I guess, a, a roll-up. Um, not like a schoolboy style, but uh, there was a series of roll-ups. The end got really, really good with the exchanges and the counters. And uh, just a really solid match. Um, so let's see what Kevin Hellions predicted. And Kevin wrote, whoever wins will win by DQ when her opponent's next challenger gets involved. I don't see a clean pin in this match or the next one. Um no, Kevin, you're wrong. You are really, really wrong on that one. Uh, they gave Sasha the clean pin. I think that does more for her than Asuka. Um, I don't know where they go with Asuka. I think Asuka's just treading water until it seems like Charlotte Flair comes back. May, uh, maybe like uh, Rhea Ripley goes up to the main roster. I feel like that would be a good fit on Raw uh, just because I feel like she's done an NXT 
uh, as far as Sasha goes, I don't know who they have on SmackDown. After tonight, I think it would be Belair. But then once again, if Sasha's supposed to be your face and then Belair is your face, I mean, Sasha's really probably more of a tweener just because of her cocky personality. But curious to see where that goes. Um, we followed match number four up with, uh, so there, the pre-show had the gobbledygooker come out and win the 24-7 title. Um, it is your 24-7 antics as it normally is. You either like this stuff or you don't. Um, I find it harmless. It's slightly amusing. Or you can just take it away. It's take it or leave it for me. I don't really care either way. Um, But uh, Tazawa rolled up the Gobbly Gooker. And then R-Truth rolls up Tazawa. So um, from the beginning of the night to the end of the night, R-Truth is your champion, even though the title changed hands three times. I know uh, Kevin Hellions texted me during uh, the opening one with the Gobbly Gooker one, and he thought it was fantastic. So I know he enjoys the sports entertainment product that is the 24-7 title. Uh, match number five on the cart is our women's Survivor Series match, which is Team Raw, uh, which was Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lacey Evans, uh, Peyton Royce, and Lana taking on Team SmackDown, which was Bailey, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and Natalia. Um, pretty uh, entertaining match. What was fine. Um, I, I th- thought it was like a three. It was about average in my opinion. It was really going for more storyline driven. And that's what I noticed with these matches tonight. Uh, a lot of the stuff could propel your storylines going further, uh, whether that's, you know, AJ's team coming together and sweeping, um, the new day street profits is just, I, I think that was a kind of a nothing thing, but Sami Zayn, they gave him something to talk about. Uh, Asuka shot Sasha. Sasha can now talk about how she holds the victory over Asuka, and she's actually defended. Well, I guess the title wasn't on the line, so that doesn't count, but um, how she defended the title against uh, Bailey in the rematch and stuff, and she's on a winning streak and getting her confidence back. Uh, same thing with this, um, as Lana is the sole survivor in this match in what was an interesting thing where Team Raw yelled at Lana, telling her just to stand in the corner and through nefarious means, uh, shenanigans, uh, she ends up winning after a double countout from Bianca Belair and Nia Jax. So, yeah, Lana wins it for Team Raw. Let's see what Kevin Hellions wrote to see if he's close. I'm going to say, despite all odds, Lana is the sole survivor against Team SmackDown. This earns her some respect, and she forms a trio with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Uh, We'll see where that goes with the trio aspect of it, but Kevin, you did nail the the ending on the head as Lana is the sole survivor uh, forming the the death triangle of of the Lucha Bros, and I guess Lana would be Pac in this... uh, the bastard Lana in this uh, segment. So uh, yeah, uh, you nailed that, but I don't think it's going to earn a respect. Um, It was more of a, what the hell just happened from Nia Jax. Uh, And just for the order of eliminations, uh, Peyton Royce pinned Bailey. Interesting to see Bailey um, gone first, but maybe that means that we're going to see a Peyton Royce push. Uh, Natty submits Peyton Royce. And then uh, Lacey pins Natty. Shayna pins uh, Ruby Riot. Uh, Liv pins Lacey, Nia pins uh, Liv, and then Shayna gets DQ'd when she chokes Bianca out uh, while Bianca's on the ropes for more than five seconds. And then if we get that count out, double count out, excuse me, between uh, Bianca Belair and Nia Jax, leaving Lana as the sole survivor. 
And then after that, we get what is our main event, which is the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman taking on Drew McIntyre. This was the match of the night, in my opinion. Really, really good match. Uh, these two are, are really good together. Um, it, it didn't go full throttle. They held a lot back. I feel like we're going to see this on a bigger stage, uh, whether they hold it to Mania, uh, maybe I think that's what the, their plan is. I, I'm not too, too sure. Um, very interesting, but Roman actually gets the victory. Uh, he chokes out Drew uh, after Jey Uso interferes. So I, I thought that was an odd thing to have um, McIntyre lose. Like I uh, you know, said earlier, I really thought the Miz was going to come down and try to cash in during the match because you'd have your two guys there. And what would happen, it was turn it into a three-way for both belts, and then the Miz just gets pinned by Drew. Uh, that's what I thought would happen, but I was wrong there. But let's see what Kevin Hellions' prediction was based on his notes from MassLibrary.com. Kevin wrote, again, I don't see a clean pin, but Roman has a group that Drew does not. I think the Usos get involved, and Roman wins with a tainted pin. Uh, we're going to give you points on that, Kevin, because Roman did win. It wasn't with a tainted pin. It was with a submission. Um, I thought that was interesting how they did do a lot of submissions, it felt like, tonight. I think that was just because we saw a lot of it with Shayna Baszler um, in that women's match, um, especially when uh, Bianca Belair got knocked out and was unresponsive. Uh, it happened with uh, Ruby Riot. Ruby was the same thing where she got choked out, and then they do it with Drew. So this was the third time we saw it in the evening, well, within the last hour, because that match led into this one. So I feel like they could have held back on that and really this could emphasize this more. This does give them talking points. It gives uh, Drew a mountain to climb. Um, you know, Roman would be able now to taunt Drew um, on SmackDown, sending barbs when he has the mic. And maybe this is the catalyst for Drew to, I don't know, enter the Rumble, try to win it, and then take that spot to go challenge Reigns. That would be my my thoughts on that. Uh, and then finally, uh, we did, did get the Undertaker's final farewell. Um, the, you know, they introduced a lot of people. I was calling it the 2020 gimmick battle Royal because, uh, a lot of interesting names, uh, Shane McMahon, big show, JBL, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, the Godfather, the God wins, uh, Savio Vega, Rikishi, Kevin Nash, Booker T, HBK, uh, Ric Flair, Triple H, and then Kane. Uh, funny thing is, I mean, that's like an all-star lineup for the in your house series. So, uh, a lot of those people that we have seen. Uh, we, we talked about on the In Your House series. Good to see them. Uh, they did show a video package of The Undertaker. I thought it was funny that Triple H was the first person to speak during that. Um, you know, H has always got to be first when it comes to that sort of stuff. And then uh, we get Vince introducing uh, The Undertaker to the ring. The Undertaker just says it's time for the character, basically, to rest in peace. I think the coolest thing for the fans was really the visual of hologram Paul Bearer showing up and The Undertaker saluting him. And uh, and then the Undertaker actually rides off into the sunset. I think the most shocking thing was no fiend, no sting. They did not set up an angle. It really looked like the Undertaker is retiring. Uh, I think the final nail in the coffin for anyone that thought the Undertaker would wrestle another match was probably the People magazine cover of Mark Calloway in his kitchen with his family. Um, 
just kind of, it was shocking for me to see a little surreal when I said that. And I, I, I sent that to uh, Kevin and um, the educator on text and they were, they were surprised as well. So we will see if, I don't know, at WrestleMania, not that the undertaker fights, but does Mark, Mark Calloway have a match? Uh, you know, mean Mark Calloway coming out of retirement. Um, fast, fascinating stuff. I, I don't think so. I think he's actually gone for good, but it is, wrestling so you never know you could do a cinematic with uh this would be great for this is what the ddp stalker gimmick should have been was stalking the undertaker um at his home life stalking mark calloway not the undertaker but he takes it too you know too seriously or something i don't know um but i think that's going to do it for us on this monday morning uh thank you for joining us as always, join us this Thursday. Yes, Thanksgiving, the house show never stops. Excuse me, the haunted house show never stops. Uh, as we're covering some sort of Halloween havoc, I think it's 97. It's it's definitely 97. Uh, here are thoughts on Rey Mysterio Jr. takes on Eddie Guerrero. Um, you know, we get a just a fantastic show. Uh, uh, just a lot of fun to, to cover the Halloween Havocs. Of course, if you heard our last episode, we're going to have a special episode on Christmas Eve for everyone. Uh, we're going to be calling us the Ginger Bread House Show because we will be covering Hawk Hogan's Santa with Muscles. Yes, the movie. And you can watch that for free. I know I start going, re- I, I start going crazy with watching Christmas content after Thanksgiving. So if you're like me, all you have to do is download the app to buy TV or to be, or as Kevin likes to call it, tubby. Um, it's T U B I TV. Just put it in, search it, download it. It is free. And you can watch Santa with muscle, uh, Santa with muscles. It does have some commercials, but it's, it's free. What do you want? So uh, that's going to do it for Mr. Maddie treats. You can follow me on Twitter at Maddie treats. And as always, Click the links in the show notes, say 15% on fun.com. Get those orders in early because, you know, Christmas is right around the corner, especially with Black Friday and Cyber Monday coming up this week. Um, Get them in so you get your stuff before Christmas. And that's going to do it for me. Peace out. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.